recorded live at 4 Triple Z Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM and broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Text in on 0420 626 733. Hi, this is Zed Games. I am Paul. And joining me in the studio tonight is Zara. Hello. Hi. How are you today, Zara? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Oh, I'm well. I'm well. A little, uh, you know, a little frazzled from some weirdness at the beginning there. My fault, of course. Uh, what have you been up to? I've been up to playing video games, would you believe? I love playing video games. I've, uh, I've been playing quite a lot recently. I've just started playing Deathloop. Deathloop, yeah, yeah. That's going well so far. I've heard good things about Deathloop. Yes, yes. Um, I've not played enough to make any comment. We certainly won't be talking about it tonight. But what we will be talking about tonight, after some news, is uh, Black Skylands. Yeah. So I'll be giving us a review. Yep. And then after that, I will be reviewing the local Brisbane-made game, Webbed. Ooh, I'm Ooh. really excited. Me too. It's good times. Okay, so now let's start the news. This week in gaming news, Sony shows off. Sony held a PlayStation showcase on the 10th, updating us on upcoming releases and revealing a few new titles. The show kicked off with a reveal of the remake of the Star Wars classic, Knights of the Old Republic. Neither EA or Bioware are directly involved in the remake, rather falling to the developer Aspire, working under Lucasfilm. Several members of the original team are involved, and the game will be a console launch exclusive for the PS5, along with PC. Insomniac revealed two games at the presentation, a follow-up to their hit Spider-Man game from 2018, titled Spider-Man 2, and a new Wolverine game, which is said to have a mature tone and is being made by the team that developed Spider-Man Miles Morales. Some other games we got details for were Gran Turismo 7, which is due out in March 2022, Ghostwire Tokyo on PS5 and PC in quarter 2 2022, and a remaster of Remedy's Alan Wake, which is dropping on October 8th. One unexpected surprise was a Radiohead virtual exhibition for the Kid A Amnesiac reissue coming to PS5 and PC and Mac via the Epic Games Store in November 2021. The show ended with our first look at God of War Ragnarok, the sequel to 2018's God of War. The trailer is full of teasers of the story to come for fans of the series and Norse mythology. If everything goes according to plan, we should see the game released next year. Aussie Game wins big at BitSummit. BitSummit, Japan's largest independent games festival, has awarded upcoming Australian game DAP as their grand prize winner, along with the award for best audio design. The game from Melbourne couple Iris and Paul Anstey is a Pikmin-like action adventure with psychedelic glitch horror aesthetics and is currently scheduled for release on the 29th of September. Steam is old enough to drink. Happy birthday to Steam, which turned 18 on the 12th of September. The online game store and distribution platform had a shaky start back in 2003, causing division on the PC gaming community and suffering from many technical hiccups. Now, the service is the world's primary platform for PC game distribution and boasts over 120 million active users a month. The hottest, hottest, hottest firmware news of the week. That's right. Nintendo have released a firmware update for the Switch that adds Bluetooth audio to the device. Sony have also released their new firmware, which finally allows users to expand their PS5 storage with select high-end M.2 SSDs. Upcoming game releases. 
On September 17th, you can look forward to Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom on the Switch and Toem on the Switch, PC, and PS5. September 21 will bring you Kina Bridge of Spirits on the PS5, PS4, and PC, and Shelter 2 on PC. And on the 22nd, you can get Pokemon Unite finally for the iOS and Android platforms. September 23 will bring you Diablo 2 Resurrected on PC, MechWarrior 5 Mercenaries on PS5, PS4, and Sable getting released on the Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, and PC. That's all this week in gaming news. Thank you, me. That's uh, some quality news there. Thanks, past Paul. Yeah. I mean, past this morning. He's... Pretty much the same pause that was always there. Yeah, but now we've got present pause. Yes, with my new firmware. Yes. On both my Switch and my PS5. Oh, this is the excitement of the day for sure. Just the internet has been going absolutely bonkers <laughs> about it. And I love it. I do. I, I, yeah. The Switch was always capable. It's not like they've added new hardware. No. They just said, okay, now you can, now you can have Bluetooth audio. Maybe it was like sort of we've collectively hit an achievement and yeah. this is the reward look w- one of the problems with bluetooth audio in gaming is of course bluetooth is terrible mm. and has a huge amount of lag in most interfaces so if you're playing anything that has timing specific cues or, yeah. or music cues or anything you're going to have a bad time in most bluetooth implementations um I but did, i did have a thought yeah um as to maybe one of the motivations for them finally introducing bluetooth mm-hmm. now um, is that one of the there's an art program that's being released to the Switch? Yeah, yeah. And it's got that pen thing that looks like it plugs into the headphone jack. Okay. Oh. Maybe that has something to do with it. I haven't seen the pen and plugging into a headphone jack. I saw the art program, but oh. Yeah. This sounds wild. Um, That's what it looked like to me. Maybe I'm just. No, I, it's 100% true. <laughs> yeah. It couldn't possibly be anything else. No. Um. um you know, like I've seen one a lot of, those of headphone audio. jacks. It's, it's a supersonic pen. Yeah. So it's got a, it, it emits it emits the the sound through that. I guess it's great, and that does something. And now art has happened. But since the headphone jack is now being taken up by this pen, well, if you if you use Bluetooth audio, you can only have two controllers synced. Oh. Because it takes some of the channels. But Ooh. also, if you're using Bluetooth audio, aren't you using headphones? And you're like a single person. I don't know. I, how often, I'm not Nintendo. How often would I do four-player thing with someone wearing Bluetooth headphones? I guess they could have a Bluetooth sound system, but surely then you're plugged into a screen. Oh, but can you imagine though? Like you're all, you're all for some reason. Television's not working. Of course, um, and we're all huddled around the tiny screen. Yeah, and you're like baking like, ourselves by its warmth. And like the host is like, "Hang on, everybody." I've got Bluetooth speakers. Yeah, just just one of those little so, cubes yeah. or something. Yeah, and there you go. Game night saved. Thank you, Nintendo. You've saved Game Night. Yay. And also, uh, you can now add uh, extra storage to your PS5. Yeah. Uh, but of course, um, I was actually going to bring it up, but I'll just say, if you actually want to add significant storage, you're, the SSDs in questions, which are M.2s, and they have to be high-end M.2s, you know, if you want two terabytes, you're paying more than the PS5. So, yeah, you know, maybe hooray, but maybe wait a while still. <laughs> Yeah, give it time. Um, yeah, I just, if bu- you, if I you, just buy another game console. If you need two terabytes <laughs> worth of space, uh, I don't know. Well, I a- think if you're like a COD player, I think COD takes up the majority of the um, PS5 hard drive just itself. What? Yeah. At least at some point. They, I think they might have shrunk it at some point, but yeah. It's because of all those individual apples that they put in. 
<laughs> we have modelled each apple in incredibly high detail, and you will like it. It's going to just take up nearly your entire PS5, and now you need to pay the equivalent of another PS5 for more storage. Yeah. It's all a plot. It's, uh, it's a conspiracy. Pretty much everyone I know with a PS5 has is already having to manage games to install new things. Um, but it's, uh, you know, it's all right. But uh, the Sony thing also... There's lots of things shown there. KOTOR, yeah. people are very happy about. Yeah. I look forward to it in four or five years. <laughs> you know, it's something to look forward to, you know? We need, we need short-term goals, but we also need yeah. long-term goals. I, I feel like a f- quite a few of things people are excited about are longer-term goals. But God of War, hopefully hopefully next yeah. year. You know, I've um, already seen some discourse about it, but, you know, it's fun. I, I was shocked to find out people did not like Thor. What? Yeah, well, he's he's, like... Not made, doesn't look like a sexy Is it because he doesn't look like Chris Hemsworth? Pretty much, I think. It's like, no, he's kind of a hedonistic, Every- genocidal maniac. That's who what Thor is. Like, okay, I, I'm, I'm, I'm rubbing my forehead right now. Uh, this is Zed Games. I'm Paul, and joining me in the studio is Zara. Hello. And now Zara is going to take us on a lovely journey to the Black Skylands. All right, let's set sail. Your name is Ava, and you have woken up with all the excitement of a child with a day full of possibilities, joy, and adventure. Appropriate adventure, of course. Your father has returned from a lengthy journey, bringing back treasures and wonders from faraway floating islands. And as you run around the father ship, you are met with this rich, bustling town in the sky, airships traveling from town to city. Above you, sky squids dart by, and far below you, the giant shapes of flying turtles drifting by. You are given your first weapon, a pistol that is barely more than a toy. You borrow your father's airship to retrieve your brother who's managed to get stuck in a box. Along the way, you encounter a variety of characters from various backgrounds, or he'll lend you advice and a smile. And finally, your family is together, ready to witness whatever it is your father brought back. Something wondrous. Something never seen before. Something terrible. One swipe from this beast, a panicked reaction, a death, and everything changes. Black Skylands is a top-down pixel shooter with bullet hell elements, an absolutely gorgeous world filled with layers of details that are changing and evolving. It has been years since that fateful day, and monsters are ravaging the Skylands, and land and resources were already scarce to begin with. To make things worse, Kane, your, basically your Uncle Kane, is now leading bandits and controlling whatever islands they can get their hands on. And your father is gearing up for a desperate attempt to fix his mistake. It's up to you, your brother, and the allies you make along the way to save not only the fathership, but also Aspia, your entire world. There is a lot of detail to this game, a lot to do and a lot to manage. It's a top-down shooter and obviously you have some weapons. An array of guns, of course, but also a grappling hook, which is essential when you live on floating islands in the sky. And with a handy knife, you'll be equipped to go toe-to-toe with the roughest of bandits. Well, kinda. You'll need to be strategic about your approach, and not be afraid to retreat. Some of the enemies you run into are pretty tough, and if you get overwhelmed by an ambush, it won't take you long to get crushed. Gradually, you'll find upgrades for your weapons, and be able to construct better armour and gear making you better equipped for the challenges ahead. You can make similar upgrades to your airship, giving you the edge you need in those dogfights. More efficient cannons, a stronger hull or a larger hold, all helpful and essential as you make your way through the skies. But these upgrades are difficult to work for. 
You'll need resources, some of which you can find out in the world, such as wood or ore. Some need a bit more work than that, such as building a farm to grow food, flax or cotton. Eventually, you'll need a way to process ore into useful metals. It can be a struggle, and often you'll need to slowly fight your way through an occupied island to find more resources. It's a bit exhausting, but when you do clear these islands of enemies, you rescue people and get rewards. And then you have to continue to defend that island, getting alerts when the rescued people need your help. And when you're trying to progress through the story, find and make resources and fight for upgrades, it's a lot of work. I sometimes feel like I'm trying to keep a classroom clean and tidy. But my third year students have got their hands on glitter glue and have formed factions. But you get stronger. You get smarter. You get new weapons and useful abilities. And there is so much to explore and see and interact with in this game that I can take detours from the main story to help out people you find along the way. I can find my grandfather and rescue the moths. Blast asteroids for coal. Carefully chip away at the more formidable islands. Discover little pockets of beauty and history and story about the world of Aspia. Perfect your shots, time your dodges right, and you'll be able to face down some of the nastier monsters and baddies without too much trouble. And if you do have trouble, you have your moth friend with you to whisk you away to safety, allowing you to plan and consider a different approach. There's a lot of sounds to this game, with immersive music that changes as you roam around floating towns and cities, run into danger, get a little bit too close to those occupied islands. It's whimsical, beautiful, adding to the sense of wonder and adventure. It has some kinks to work out with some jarring transitions, but it's easy to look over. Especially when I discovered how many things I could break. There are a few things more satisfying than smashing a crate and getting the jingle of currency in return. You get the putter putter of your ship's engines propelling you through the sky. The clank as you repair your airship, build new farms and facilities. It's pretty satisfying. If it wasn't obvious, I love Black Skylands. I've not finished the game. I know I'm a while away from finishing the game, but it has sucked me in. I'll log off for the night and lay in bed considering how I'm going to approach that boss fight. I weigh up my upgrade options, trying, trying to make the best decisions for my point in the game. The dialogue options are worth considering too, and I'm curious how the outcomes could change. There is so much in this game, so much to do and see and keep on top of, and then there is the fact that uh, at the time of this review, it's still in early access, with nearly a year of development ahead. This is a labour of love, passion and care, and it shows. Sure, there are a couple of buggy quirks here and there, but it doesn't distract, it doesn't distract from the overall experience, which is that Black Skylands is a beautiful, hectic, busy game that requires patience and a cool head. And it's probably the first bullet hell game I actually enjoyed. Uh, Black Skylands was made by, is developed by Hungry Couch Games, and it is available on Nintendo Switch, PS4, Microsoft, and Xbox One, and it is currently in early access, so definitely keep an eye on it. It's funny when um, you sort of get to the end, you go like, uh, yes, the bullet hell game. I'm like, oh, right. I, <laughs> I forgot that it was like an, an action top-down yeah. like, bullet hell thing, because all the other trappings are sort of closer to like survival-y, yeah. like, crafty games. Um, on the, like, the progression of crafting, like, if you're, so your ship, yes. it, once you upgrade your ship, do you just have your ship, or can you lose your ship and you have to build a new one? I, well... How survival-y is it, really? Is well, once I've I've lost my ship a couple of times, and it just sort of launches you to a checkpoint kind of thing, which are fuel stations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
which and you get your ship back. Yeah, you get your ship good, back. Good, yeah, good, yeah, good. you don't lose your ship forever. Yeah. You just lose a little bit of progress um, and some resources. So it's not too brutal, which so, I'm pretty glad about because it's, and it's it, a bit hectic. And it actually has like an end or a planned end. Um, like as you have credits one day. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm I know it is leading up to an end. Um, I'm pretty sure there is an end. I haven't reached the end. Uh, but like, there is definitely going to be an end. Yeah. Like a the end. This is the story. Roll credits. Um, hopefully it's a pretty satisfying end. But I don't know. I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm fine. just yeah. pretty jazzed about it. No, I, because I've seen it several times, and I actually have a copy, but I haven't actually played it yet. Um, and it's like it's top down. It's really nice pixel art, and um, it just. I, it's just there's a grappling hook and yeah. that just sells me on pretty much everything <laughs> it's like it's it's incredibly easy to just walk off the edge of your airship and you're like oh I'm falling and there, you, there goes your grappling hook pretty much um, but you can also use the grappling hook to grab enemies and bring them closer yeah. to you which yeah. is horrifying <laughs> <laughs> that's one of that's one of the two great uses of grappling hook yeah this is zed games i'm paul joining me in the studio now is i hello and now we're going to talk a little bit about the game webbed that just came out i've been looking forward to this oh yeah it's a uh, it's a real treat okay webbed by brisbane's own Bug games is a gosh darn delight in webbed you play a jumping spider a really cute pixel art jumping spider you can swing from web like a grappling hook, spin web to make lines you can traverse, catch things, and move objects with, and of course, you can shoot lasers from your eyes. When I hit that last one in the game's short tutorial, I laughed out loud, and it set the tone for the game to follow. Soon, your boyfriend is captured by a local bower bird. He's blue, so he's collected rather than eaten, and you're off on an adventure to rescue him by enlisting the help of the other local insects fighting back against the bird. There are a couple of points to discuss here. This might be the most Australian game I've ever played. It puts our wildlife front and centre. Our fauna and the sounds of the bush ring true. The game starts with an acknowledgement of the indigenous peoples on which the game was produced, the Jagara, Turbul, and Gooby uh, Gooby peoples, uh, and everything in the game is treated with love, also treated with joy. The ants are building a robot to fight back, there's skateboarding, there's leaf-powered gliding, and of course, possibly the most web sw- most fun web-swinging I've ever experienced. The real highlight in the game is the core movement mechanics. There is no unlocking of abilities, you can do everything from the start, but the way you can, cha- cha- you can cha- uh, chain swinging, jumping, and web-spinning just feels incredibly satisfying. This is highlighted further by terrific animation. The spider is extremely responsive and its legs interact in a detailed manner. On top of this, the audio design is a real achievement. Each step on a web is like a musical string being plucked. As you scamper along, each step makes its mark. Then, as you jump to another line, the tone will change as it's affected by, as it's affected by the length of the web. The more dedicated fan could surely build an instrumenting game and play music. Speaking of music, the game has a jaunty and playful soundtrack that dynamically comes and goes as you move. It's a small touch. Yeah, so. uh, it's a small touch with the game quietening uh, to background noise if you hold still and then ramping up to excitement when you start swinging. But that's what makes the game special. They've taken the time to build all these small systems that result in a polish and surprise-filled adventure. 
The game is mostly combat-free, with each area being more interested in either movement or puzzle solving. The puzzles mostly involve you, your web, using your web to move objects around, like picking up a pipe that's fallen out of place and putting it back. There's one such section where you must build a bridge, and I was dreading how the game was going to test my attempt. I shouldn't have been surprised, though, that just like everything else in the game, it was designed elegantly and executed at an extremely high level. The game has a simple hand-drawn map, which gives the basic layout and informs you if you still have things to do in an area, which I appreciated. Movement is so fast in the game that it won't take you long to get anywhere once you know where you're going. As you explore, you'll find secrets and do side missions. These will normally result in you getting a sticker, which when equipped, will give you a hat or a costume or a prop. They're all very cute. Oh, I forgot to mention, the game has a dedicated dance button. The game also has excellent accessibility options that allow you to tailor the visuals to make the game less cluttered and easy to play. Not only that, but in this game about spiders, you can turn off the spiders. If you have a problem with our furry little insect friends, you can turn on the arachnophobia mode, and all the spiders become cute little blobs. It doesn't affect the gameplay at all, so if you are so afflicted, you too can enjoy the spider game. I've spoken pretty positively about this game so far. So what are the downsides? It's short. I want more. The game doesn't feel incomplete, but it is short, coming in at about four hours. I just wanted to spend more time there. I've loaded it up several times since just to swing around, but I'm out of things to do. One character at the end mentions going to a new place. I hope that's a hint for the next project. If you're looking for a chilled out platformer that's incredibly satisfying to traverse in, or you're looking for a game that finally embraces a bit of the Aussie bush, you can't do much better than Webbed. The small team has created something special, and there's so much love in the project, I think a little spilt on me. Webbed is available on PC for $14.50 on Steam, Humble, and GOG. There we go. Some good spider times. Uh, I've not made it a secret that spiders aren't my most favourite thing. I am actually not bothered by the spiders in the game. They're very I, cute spiders. They are very cute spiders. And I love that there is a dedicated dance button and that like you can get little hats and stuff. I do still really, really love that they would like, all right, well, in this game about spiders, you don't even have to look at the spiders. You can still yeah. play the game and it's going to work just fine. Look, the only the only detriment to not playing as a spider, because I tested everything out, yep. was um, when you're the blob, you don't get the joy of, like every leg going along the webs because you go, dull, 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 dull. it's just like yeah, you, you lose that it's a, mm. and admittedly it's a, a tactile thing it's really <laughs> satisfying <laughs> no it's, a, it's it's such a gorgeous game um, and it's so delightful when a gorgeous game comes from one of our very own local game developers oh it's been a good year for Brisbane and we're still going good yeah. like there's a few games now that would probably be hitting my top 10 uh, and soon um, Unpacking is coming out as well. Yeah, I think that Unpacking just got, is coming out later this year. I think it just got a release date sometime in November. Like I have to check. Like 2nd November? Something like that. But yeah, that's another local game that's been making yeah. the rounds. But Webbed is... It was one of those things that I didn't know if it would make a splash and every time I see something posted it gets a huge response because yeah. it is just charming it and is. really, really well made. Um, it's got a lot of heart to it. It does. It really does. Um, and the weird thing is, so you know how I said it has laser eyes? Y- yes. So I kept forgetting that it was there. So one of the few times you do have to do combat, I'm like, how do I attack? Like, oh, right, I have laser eyes. <laughs> but it's because you need to be able to break, because it's all physics, you've got to be able to break the strings. Ooh. So you had to have something that could break them. So they're like, well, let's not be too serious. Give them laser eyes. Why not? 
I mean, what else? You, what else is a spider going to do? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure some spiders have laser eyes. Yeah, they've got so many eyes. Uh, this is Zed Games. I am Paul. Joining me in the studio is Zara. Hello. And we're close to wrapping up today. Oh, goodbye. Well, not that close. <laughs> we can we can calm down. I feel I feel like we've earned it. Yeah, I mean, after that song, especially, it's just like now we're, we're sitting around the campfire, you know, along out. the banks of the river, which are lined with gold. So uh, apparently, yes. Um, I I'd, I'd be a little bit more excited if that were so. Well, you know, it's scoop it up. It's just scoop it up. Take Kanye's advice and scoop it a poop. <laughs> let's talk about Kanye West. No, let's not. No. No, no. I don't have anything to add to that conversation anymore. He was making that game for a while. Kanye's Quest? No, Kanye was making a, a game uh, based on his mother. Oh. Um, and he... This is oh, probably like five years ago now. Is, it, is it also secretly... Uh, conspiracy that might have something to do with Illuminati. Oh, I hope. But it was sort of you, you played his mother as an angel going to heaven. Oh. It's one of those things like, I don't want to I don't want to make fun of him for that. It's, it feels like that's a little personal. But also, <laughs> he seemed to not understand game development and be very demanding on the studio that was doing it and lo and behold, nothing ever came of it. So uh, I don't think wah, game development wah. is his speed. No. Uh, this you is... can't just lock game developers in a stadium and expect something to come out of it. Or <laughs> can you? Yeah, you give it a shot. Oh, we get game developers. What rights could they possibly have? None. <laughs> and the <laughs> no. way it should be. Lazy devs. Game devs do deserve rights. Yeah, yeah. Unionize. There yeah. There we go. We can get we can get away with that at this station. Yeah, we can. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Unionize. Get out there and unionize, you. Workers unite. I can't swear yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not allowed <laughs> not, to. Not for another five minutes. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much getting near the end there. Yeah. So, um... Good, well, good night to you, Zara. Good night to you, Paul. Good night to you, listeners. Please uh, check us out on all of our socials and all that. Yeah. Our Facebook, uh, Z Games at AU. ZED Games AU. That's the one. Yeah. Much better than me at that. <laughs> it's just it's just been drilled into me. Thanks, Ez, for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Ez. <laughs> yeah, good times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I am going... Oh. No, I'm just about to go off another tangent about games that are about to come out. And I am very excited about some games that are about to come out. But that's all right. We'll deal with that another time. So uh, we'll see you later. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify. Or follow us on social media at ZEDGamesAU. See you next time. time.